0: What you're about to listen to is a Pod Bros exclusive. Age of the Geek, baby. We run the world. I see you shiver with anticipation. Man, what's gotten into you? Good evening, Dave. Everything's running smoothly. And you? I'm doing great and how are you guys doing? It is another episode of Dave's Nerd Compendium, and you know what? I can't fight this feeling. Deep inside of me. Well, no, I'm not going to sing this song, but hey. Everybody's talking about this Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Or I should say Volume 2. And I've seen it. I'll talk about it at the end of the show. Or at the end of the conversation, I should say, I've seen the first one. Again, I'll talk about it at the end, although I did do a review about it on a guy huddle that I was on back a while ago. But who are the Guardians of the Galaxy exactly? When did they first appear? So that's what today is all about. The Guardians of the Galaxy originally started being a comic book team in 1969, first appearing in Marvel Superheroes number 18 of January of 69, the team's first appearance, like I said, uh, was Marvel Superheroes number 18, written by Arnold Drake and penciled by Gene Colan. They appeared sporadically in several Marvel titles, such as. Marvel two and one issues four and five uh, from July through September of 1974. Giant Size Defenders uh, number five and Defenders twenty six through twenty nine, all in 1975, roughly. Um, in each case. Other heroes, such as Captain America, the Thing, and the Defenders aided them in their war against the alien Badoon. The Guardians of the Galaxy were the next feature in Marvel Presents issues 3 through 12, February of 76 through August of 77. This was followed by a series of appearances in Thor Annual number six, also in seventy seven, Avengers one hundred sixty seven through one seventy seven, January through November of nineteen seventy eight, and issue one hundred or one eighty one from March seventy nine, Ms. Marvel number twenty three, Marvel Team Ups number eighty six from October of seventy nine, and again Marvel two and one issues 61, 63, and 69, all in the 80s, or 1980, I should say. In the early 90s, the Guardian started its own self-titled comic run that ran 62 issues. This series was initially written and illustrated by Jim Valentino, with issue 29 from October of 1992, Michael. Gallagher commenced writing the title and continued until the cancellation with issue 62, July of 1995. A spin-off four-issue miniseries, Galactic Guardians, from July of uh, 94 to October of 94 followed. A second volume was published in May of 2008. Dan Abnett writing alongside Andy Lang. The title set in a different timeline featured a new team drawn from particular or participants in the Annihilation Conquest storyline. The 1969 team made guest appearances in issues 12 through 17 and 25. A new ongoing series uh, starring the original Guardians, titled Guardians 3000, written by Abnett, launched in 2014. Now, the team's history, the Guardians were active in the 31st century of an alternate timeline in the Marvel Universe, known as Earth 691. The original members of the team included Major, uh, Vance Astro, later known as Major Victory, an astronaut from the 20th century Earth who spent a thousand years traveling Alpha Centauri in suspended animation. He is also the featured or the future alternate universe counterpart to Vance Astrokoff, the hero known as Justice. Other members of the team are Martinex Nagata, a crystalline body from Pluto, Captain Charles-27, a soldier from Jupiter, and Yando Udanta, a blue-skinned noble savage from Centauri 4, the fourth planet orbiting the star Alpha Centauri B. Each is apparently the last of their kind, and they are forced to unite as a team against the actions of the Badoon, an alien race which attempts to conquer Earth's solar system. During the course of the war against the Badoon, the team gains three more members, a mysterious husband and wife duo, Starhawk and Altea, also known as Nikki, a genetic engineered young girl or I should say as well as Nikki, not also known as Nikki genetically engineered young girl from Mercury seeking excitement in her life and travel back in time where they encounter several of the heroes of the 20th century Earth including Captain America and Thing. The Guardians eventually beat the Badoon but soon find themselves facing a new foe Korvac who was in part a creation of the Badoon. After teaming with the Thunder God Thor to defeat Korvac in the 31st century, the Guardians then followed Korvac to the 20th century mainstream Earth, where together with the Avengers, they final battle. The Guardians reappear years later and have a series of adventures in their future. With several other, eventually joining the team, the Inhuman Talon, the Skrull replica, a second Yellow Jacket alias Rita uh, Demera of the 21st or 20th century, and an aged Simon Williams, now known as Hollywood or Man of Wonder, wanting to expand the Guardians to. Multiple team organization, Martin X eventually leaves a team to look for additional members for a second unit, nicknamed the Galactic Guardians. Now, the connection between this Guardian and the more modern Guardians during their second mission, the team was to become Earth 616 incarnation of the Guardians, discover a timeline place uh, Vance Astro in a block of ice floating in space. It is his introduction as major victory of the Guardians of the Galaxy that inspired the team to take up the name. In number six or sorry, number seven and number sixteen in the series, it was revealed a great error in the present day has caused future to be destroyed. Starhawk is constantly trying to prevent it by time travel, causing the future and the Guardians to be altered. Only Starhawk, who is changed with each reboot, is the one who knows about the changes, realizes anything is different, but each change still ends in cataclysm. In issue 17, the Guardian's future was a universe where only a small portion remained undestroyed, which had been taken over by the Badoon. A warning was sent to the present day through the cause of the universe being ended. The Vance Astro of the modern-day Guardians is revealed to be major victory from one of those alternate futures. Rather than the original, a second potential Vance Astro appears in number 17, while in 18, a third version of the Guardian's future was shown, this time led by Kilraven against the Martians. Now. Fast forward, I mentioned a 2018. The 2018, again written by Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, formed the team from an existing and previously unrelated characters created by a variety of writers and artists, with the initial roster being the one that we know as of right now, well, with two additions. You have your Star Lord, your Rocket, the Ra- or Rocket Raccoon, Gamora, Drax Destroyer, and Groot, but you also have Quasar and Adam Warlock. Which Easter egg you do see Adam Warlock in both Guardian movies, although unless you're looking for this specific thing, you probably. Overlooked it. These Guardians first appeared. In Annihilation Conquest number 6. A feature film based on this team. Was released in 2014. Which we all know. In the sequel just this year. The Guardian team. Is the second to operate under the name. Which I already told you about the first. Now. The second one. As I said, the Annihilation Conquest was a story that laid the foundation for these new Guardians. The book that they had been wanting to launch for some time. Editor Bill Roseman, who had also edited Annihilation Conquest, provided more background. As the planning for Annihilation Conquest came together, it occurred to us that if things went well, there would be a group of characters left standing who would make for an interesting and fun team. It also provided the motivation the team would need, as on the heels of two back-to-back wars, they're out to prevent any new annihilation-sized disaster from erupting. The title ran parallel with Nova, Volume 4, which was also written by Abnett and Lanning. The two crossed over in the storylines War of Kings and Realm of Kings. Paul uh, Pelletri penciled the first seven issues. Brad Walker and Wes Craig alternated penciling tasks from Issue 8 to issue 25. The book was canceled in April of 2010 with 25 issues. Some plot threads were concluded in Thanos, uh, imperative number one through six. And this, it's two one shots, May of 2010 and January of 2011. The team appeared reassembled in Avengers assemble issues 4 through eight June through October of 2012 the guardians of the galaxy or sorry guardians of the galaxy appeared in a new series for Marvel now starting with issue point one written by Ryan Michael Bendis in drawn by Steve McNiven, In addition to the previous Guardians, Iron Man had also joined the team. Later issues of the series saw Angela, Agent Venom, and Captain Marvel join. With the success of the film adaptation, spin-off books were also created as solo titles for characters such as Star-Lord, Rocket Raccoon, Groot, even Drax. Guardians of the Galaxy was relaunched as part of the all new, all different Marvels initiative with Brian Michael Bendis and Valerio uh, Shetty returning as writer and artist respectfully. The series sees Peter Cole and Gamora leaving the team and Rocket becoming the self appointed team leader. Also, two new characters were added to the team. Kitty Purdy, taking part or taking up the mantle as Star-Lord, and The Thing. As part of the new new, all-new, all-different initiative, all the cast of the movie Guardians will get their own solo series. Like I said, Star-Lord will continue as a solo series, written by Sam Humphrey, while Racket Raccoon and Groot will be joined to a duo written by Scotty Young, which one issue did feature artists from J.P. Foskett. Uh Drax and Gamora will get their own solo uh, series written by UFC fighter and former WWE champion CM Punk and Nicole Perlman, uh, respectfully. Now, the team's history, at least for this version, we have, in the aftermath of the Phalanx invasion of the Kree, Star-Lord decides to form a team of interstellar heroes that will be proactive in protecting the galaxy, rather than reacting to crisis as they happen. To this end, he recruits Adam Warlock, Drax the Destroyer, Gamora, Philia Vale, also known as Quasar, Rocket Raccoon, and Groot with Mantis as support staff. On the recommendations of their ally Nova, the group establishes a base of operations on the space station Nowhere, that's K-N-O-W-H-E-R-E get the play on words? Which possesses a teleportation system with near universal range. An intelligent telepathic dog named Cosmos the Space Dog is Nowhere's chief of security and works closely with the new team. After a confrontation with the Universal Church of Truth, the team meets a semi-amnesiac man who identifies himself as a Advance Astro, major victory of the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Astro Declaration inspires the as yet unnamed team to adapt the mantle of Guardians of the Galaxy for their own. When the team learns Star Lord's directed di- or Star Lord directed Mantis to telepathically coerce the heroes into joining the team, they disband. Rocket Raccoon decides to continue Star-Lord's mission and starts to search for the missing members. His new team include or included Bug, Mantis, Major Victory, and Groot who is fully regrown. Meanwhile, Star-Lord was banished to the negative zone by Rowan the Accuser for his actions during the phalanx attempted conquest of the Kree Empire. There he finds himself in the middle of King Balthazar's fight to break into 42 and use the portal to invade Earth. Star-Lord allies with Jack Flag to defend the prison and contact the other Guardians for rescue. Racket's New team successfully brings both of them back, and Flag becomes a guardian. Elsewhere, Drax and Quasar begin looking for Cami, but on their search, they talk to a seeker who tells them about the oncoming war. Quasar is able to wake Moon Dragon from the dead, but loses her quantum bands in the process. The consequence for Quasar is that she is no longer the avatar of death. They go back to nowhere and do not follow up on the search for Cami. Now, getting into the War of Kings, Warlock and Gamora return and inform the team of the War of Kings. They split into three teams. One each to the Cree and Sha'tar, and one staying on nowhere to coordinate. The Kree team is headed by Black Bolt and the Inhumans, but their rescue for peace or request for peace is denied. The Sha'tar team is attacked by Vulcan and the Imperial Guard, leading to them allying with the Starjammers. Star-Lord, Mantis, Bug, Jack Flag, and Cosmo are taken to the 31st century by that era's guardians who warn them of the creation of an all-destroying energy rift called the Fault at the war's conclusion. Trapped in the future, Star-Lord's team is able to get a message to Warlock in the 21st century. Warlock is unable to stop the false creation, but is able to contain it with a spell that requires a stable, unused timeline. Warlock chooses the one he previously erased, causing him to become the Magus. Star-Lord's team, with the help of Krang the Conqueror, a return to this point in the timeline. To escape, Magus fakes the death of himself, Mantis, Cosmo, Major Victory, Martyr, and Gamora. Martyr frees herself with the help of Maelstrom and enjoy or enables Mantis to call the other guardians for help telepathically when they come To the rescue, Quasar is misled by Maelstrom into freeing Thanos. Thanos kills Martyr, but is captured by the Guardians and taken to nowhere as a prisoner. Now, the Thanos Imperative, when the universe is invaded by the alternate universe known as the uh, conservator or conserve from the other side of the fault, the Guardians take Thanos to the conserve in an attempt to end the war early. Along the way, Drax attacks Thanos and is killed. They are ultimately successful in the end of the war, but Thanos is enraged and promises to kill everyone. Along with Nova, Star-Lord remains in the collapsing uh, concert as the other Guardians escape. After the death of Star-Lord, the Guardians disband. Still believing in their cause, Cosmos recruits another team under the name Annihilators. Rocket Raccoon and Groot later reunite and decide to continue the Guardian's legacy after the duo prevents an incident on Rocket's homeworld, Halfworld. The new team appears on Earth to aid the Avengers against Thanos. Now, in the Marvel Now series, now, remember this, Marvel Now, after Star-Lord's father visits him in a bar to tell him that it is forbidden for any alien species to visit earth iron man is attacked by badoon appearing to attack earth the guardians are or the guardians and their new member iron man defeat the ship however london is still attacked the guardians defend london and finish off the Horde of Badoon, but learn that for violating the Earth is off limits rule, the Spartek Earth Directive, they are to be placed under arrest by the King of Spartek. The Guardians managed to escape with the help of Groot, who led or who had recently regrown after being destroyed by a Badoon ship's explosion. The team includes Star-Lord, Drax the Destroyer, Gamora, Groot, Rocket Raccoon, and Tony Stark. In April of 2013, it was announced that Image Comics' Angela, originally from Spawn, would be joining the Marvel Universe as the result of a legal battle between Neil Gaiman and Todd McFarlane. After appearing in Age of Ultron, she joins the Guardians in November. Captain Marvel and Agent Venom are set to join the team as well. During the Secret Wars storyline, the Guardians of the Galaxy take part in the incursion between Earth 616 and Earth 1610. During the incursion, Rocket and Groot are killed by the children of tomorrow. Star Lord is teleported away, trying to come up with a backup plan, and Gamora and Drax are surrounded and confused by the corpse of their comrade. During the subsequent conflict of the Beyonders empowered Doom, Starlord Is one of the survivors of the previous universe, piloting the six one six in Ultimate Universe version of Mister Fantastic, in a mount a final or in to mount a final assault on Doom's castle. The or and revealing that he kept a twig from Groot in his pocket up until the right moment now that is a lot to take in and i will say one thing guardians of the galaxy is one of those titles where it is a lot to take in and i do mean a lot to take in they were even or i should say they even had a little base in the 602 or 1602 uh, Marvel Universe during the Secret Wars because the Guardians of the Galaxy had counterparts uh, named for Gardnermen in the 1602 Angela uh, Woodcharm. They are a troop of performers consisting of Madame Gomorrah that's G-O-M-O-R-H Pedra O'Kel, or Peter Quill, Arthur Drugalas, which would be Drax, Goodman Root, there's Groot, Raccoon, the Raccoon, which would be Rocket, and Angela befriended them where she helps to fight off the beasts that were attacking them. And of course Angela's Angela Asgard Assassin or Angela from the actual uh guardians. Now there have been a lot of members in this team. Now I've talked about a few of them. Let's get down to all of the members. The current team and I'll go character name and their real name, so you would know. We got Adam Morlock, who, that is his real name. Drax the Destroyer, whose real name is Arthur Sampson Douglas. Gamora, whose real name is Gamora Zen Huberi Ben Titan. Quasar, a.k.a. Martyr, which is Phileas Vile. Rocket Raccoon Rocket Star-Lord Peter Jason Quill Groot which is Groot Mantis uh whose real name is Brant uh first name unknown he got major victory Fantastro Bug who's Bug Jack Flag whose real name is Jack Harris Cosmo the space dog Cosmo Moon Dragon whose real name is Heather Douglas now Iron Man of course Tony Stark or Anthony Edward Stark Angela whose real name I'm going to slaughter so please forgive me Durf Odin's daughter that's O D I N S D O T T I R Agent Venom, which is Eugene Flash Thompson, not Eddie Brock. This is Flash Thompson, Venom. Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. In the all-new, all-different, Star-Lord is now Catherine Ann Purdy. Or, yeah. Um, Thing is Benjamin Jacob Grimm. And, like I said, the original team... You had Charlie 27, which that was his real name. Uh, Martin X, which I said, Martin X Tanang. Starhawk, which is Stark Ogar. Nikki, Neglect Gold. You also had, uh, Alette Ogard. Or Ogard. Which that was their real name. Yellowjacket, Rita Demir. Also had a Glenna Drake. Talon, Replica. So, you had a lot of people. In the Galactic Guardians, which were just hinted upon, you had Martin X, which we already talked about, Fire Lord, which is Fierus Krill, Hollywood, Simon Wilson, Mainframe, Phoenix, which is Gyrood, and Spirit of Vengeance, uh, Will it us? Yes, you heard me right. Will it us? But that's it. Those are the Guardians of the Galaxy in its entirety. Now, I will say, like I said in the guy huddle, the first movie was great. Had a couple of things that were a little bit different, especially from the comic book version of the Guardians. But had an amazing soundtrack. And still to this day. Uh, awesome Mix Volume 1. Is top notch. It leaves itself. Like no room to move. Get into. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes it had some sad moments. It had some funny jokes. It. Just wasn't your normal Guardians movie. You do get to see Howard the Duck. Who is voiced by Seth Green. You do get to see a little bit about Ego the uh Living Planet, although I thought through continuity wise, having Ego be Peter's father was kind of a pull. Oh yeah, spoilers if you haven't been following um it the movie's been out for two weeks now, so I'm hoping everybody's seen it. If you haven't, I'm sorry. This section will be spoiler filled um you have nebula finally coming to the realization that uh gamora isn't all that bad she's nebula isn't really that evil although she is still kind of bratty yondu finally becomes a member of the guardians of the galaxy although it's short-lived you just find out a lot more about the backstory of these people, and it's something that you would think that they would build more on. So, if there is a Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but I think they left it in a position where it would be interesting to see how it's going to play into the Infinity Wars. Because if you read the books, if you read the comic arcs, you know that the Guardians of the Galaxy have a huge part in the Infinity Wars in the Infinity Gauntlet series. Mainly because they were the ones that had the Power Stone. Peter Quill is the one, in the movie at least, that manhandles the Power Stone and it's because of his biological background and biological makeup that makes him able to Hold on to it without fully being destroyed. Let alone he got help from the rest of the team. But if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, you find out why he was able to do this. And it does add a lot to the whole premise behind Infinity Wars. So with that all going on, you kind of hope that they have something planned Guardians of the Galaxy 3, maybe in Marvel Phase 4 movies. Who knows? Well, We should be finding out more about Phase 4 of the Marvel movies. Hopefully, here soon. Uh, normally, we find out around C2, or um, not C2E2, San Diego Comic-Con, which, if I'm not mistaken, is normally around June or July. So, Or they might wait until New York, which is normally I think October-ish. But you have enough of a build-up of Guardians of the Galaxy to find out a lot going on from this. I do recommend you picking up the older Guardians if you are interested in this series. And you could do that by Marvel Unlimited. They have a lot of the back stock or back issues on there. So for $10 a month, you gain access to a huge catalog of comics, you can read all the tie-ins, all the arcs, anything that has anything to do with the Guardians of the Galaxy or any Marvel character. If you want to read more about Flash Thompson um Venom, you could. If you want to read more about uh, Adam Warlock, who is a great character, you could. It's all in Marvel Unlimited. Now, enough about and Marvel Unlimited. If you want to help pod bros out you can go to patreon.com slash pod bros if i'm not mistaken or just search pod bros on the patreon website and for a couple bucks a month you get pod bros after dark shows which are normally not safe of work a little bit more meticulously edited and a lot more heart goes into them not really heart, because we all have heart doing our shows but a lot more uh Tireless editing goes in because we make sure all the mouth noises are removed and all that. But it's all great content that you get for a couple bucks a month. Why pay for a cup of Starbucks coffee when that could go to help us pay for rent of the studio, equipment, upkeep, stuff like that. Or if you do a lot of shopping with Amazon, go to podbros.com and at the bottom... You'll see a little Amazon link. Click that and follow that link. You'll be able to do your orders as normal. No added cost to you, but a small bit of that comes back to us to where we can then put it towards the rent or studio costs for upkeep and all that. But those are the two main ways to help out. All right, time for some housekeeping. As always, you can find me on Podbros Network, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. But you can also find me on Twitter at DaveTheNerd underscore TNC on Facebook Facebook Facebook.com slash Dave's Nerd Compendium all one word, no apostrophes You can also go to DaveNC.com and find everything there. Find everything on podbros.com in the Dave the Nerd section. I have a YouTube channel. Just search Dave the Nerd. And I'll do like unboxings and I might do like a movie review or something on there just to give a little bit of content. And don't forget while you're on iTunes at Stitcher to rate the show five stars, thumbs up, whatever they take. And if you write a review, I can... Read it, and then focus the show to be more about what you want to hear. So, with all that being said, thank you ever so kindly. And, as always, and if you need a man, find a nerd. Overload. Pleasure overload. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.